gunslinger and director of live feed on Happy Hour. I'm your elderberry. I'm tired of you trying to get in on the claims, Griffin. Well, all I was asking was that you pledge as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash it's New Orleans Happy Hour. There's all kinds of exclusive content to boot. What the hell are you talking it's about? It's just one dollar per year for every bullet hole I'm about to put in. I'm going to give you two the kind of... Just need one. Showtime. It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A random, no, what is it? Uh, a random conversation. No, no a, conversation. a cocktail fueled. Co- Ooh, nice, there it is. A cocktail fueled sixty minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today. We're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue in Uptown, and they have a four-hour happy hour here every single day of the week, Monday to Friday, and a brunch on the weekends. And they have a whole bunch of new drinks as well, but no one actually told me what they're called. You say that whole thing in your sleep, don't you? Like mm-hmm. in your dreams. I did, and then I just suddenly looked up and and I couldn't remember where I was. You got lost in my eyes. Yeah, or yeah. You put me. This is Andrew Duhon we're talking to. He's back after a long absence of a month or so. Yeah. On the West Coast. Got out of town for a while. I kept up with I you on Facebook. Low. I see you were playing music, which I didn't realize you were a musician. Uh, <laughs> so that's awesome. There's a lot about me you don't know, Grant. Well, apparently. Yeah. How did it go? This West Coast Honestly, tour. Honestly, great. It, my thriving self-doubt even cannot <laughs> deny that it went quite well ah, okay. it was good yeah so quite well quite well all right mm-hmm. that's as much as we can get out of you yeah yeah looks like it was sold out and people showed up and there, there were some it. sold out shows yeah uh, all the aunts and uncles came out and packed the room so wow yeah there you go so welcome back good to see you back actually yeah we good missed to be you. back dude hey today's happy hour is brought to us by basics on magazine street near jefferson avenue where uh they sell fine lingerie and swim and gym clothes a full range of fashion swimsuits workout and yoga clothes also hangover destroyer which is the only all natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover and the positive vibrations foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts music culture and heritage and that's what we're talking about today it's cajun day here on oh. happy hour it's our special once every 10 years, we do a Cajun Day show, and this is it. Wow. So Andrew Duhon's name is actually Duyon. pronounced Duyon. That's if right. If you get sort of a few miles west of here. How far west do you have to go before it's Duyon? Uh, I would imagine it starts in that bridge to get to Delcom. So the Delcom Bridge is probably where it, What do you think, Louie? Where do you Louis think Louis it Michaud happens? Louie Michaud is here. I'm not sure if it started like five miles west of here or not. So Louie Michaud is the real Cajun from Arnoville. Well, I live in Arneville, near Arneville. I'm from uh, Lafayette, Broussard. From Broussard. Yes, sir. You don't hear many people say that around here in New Orleans from Broussard. Well, it's got enveloped by Lafayette, but, uh, you know, we grew up in the middle, which is called Pilet, between Lafayette and Broussard. Hmm. Really? It was called the middle? Well, it's a little town that got, you know, enveloped by both of them, but right. it's, it's still on the, some maps, you know? Right. And if you're wondering who Louis is, he's the lead singer and violin player, or fiddle player, I suppose we say. Do we say fiddle? And- fiddle. Violin sounds too pretentious. It means you read the music. We make it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a band called the Lost Bayou Ramblers, who are, how would you describe Lost Bayou Ramblers? Someone described them to me as the floggy molly of Cajun music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that people have definitely uh, made a lot of interesting comparisons. We're, we're definitely a Cajun band. Uh, we do all kind of fun and crazy things, but we're definitely a Cajun band. You definitely are a Cajun band. But there's a lot of sort of uh, psychedelia, rock, and punk, or whatever the hell else. Yeah, you know. It's very interesting what you've managed to achieve. I don't know whether you, did you set out to achieve that, or did it just happen? It just happened. It you, just you're happened. just an actual real crossover band. Yeah, it just, I mean, it's just what comes naturally after you play for a while. Like, we started very traditional, and then, you know, once we got comfortable with our own sound and such, and then more different band members started coming and going with their own influences, and we welcome it, you know. Oh, I thought it was all came from you and Andre. Well, I thought you were like came up we, with this concept. No, nah, we just sit there and play fiddle and accordion. All these people around us do all these fun things, and we encourage them. 
Well, you're almost as self-effacing as Andrew. I guess it's maybe is that a Cajun trait? <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. Hey, Self-deprecation. I'm music producer. Cajun Catholic, the worst kind. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving around the Cajun table, Lizzie Gutro is here as well. Now, hey, that's y'all. how Cajun is that? Cajun enough, I would say. Where are you from originally? So I'm from Baton Rouge. Hmm. It's not very is Cajun, is it? I don't it's know. Not very Cajun. Well, it's French. It is French. Yeah, you're Doesn't right. Doesn't get much more French than Baton Rouge. They're both French. Those I mean, Pilet. Broussard. Broussard. Well, Broussard yeah, is well, French. Baton, I mean, it's, it's, you know, Guitro is more more Cajun than Misha. But is they it? want to talk like blood and stuff. I mean, we're yeah. Creole, Haitian uh, French, whatever. But anyway, I'm. I'm well, what sort of what sort of Cajun is Misha? Is that like it's French, French, Creole, like French, French Cajun. But well, we have a little Broussard, okay. and like Duyon, Duyon. That, that's Cajun, Cajun, right. Acadian, we should say. Acadian. Oh, okay. You know, that's okay. the thing. All the distinctions. You know, so, what's Guitro, Lizzie? What's your parents' situation? Guitros are Civil War deserters, allegedly. <laughs> well, that's all I know about what does the Guitro line. Civil War deserter. <laughs> So, Someone who likes dessert and they were in the Civil War? Yeah, the people that brought the sweets to the Civil hey, War. Hey, okay, that's pretty cool. Someone yeah. had to do the, the catering. The, you never think about who did the catering for the Civil what, War. Yeah. The Guitros did, what, what actually. Is, yeah. They made dirty rice and... What, what is Guitro? What is Guitro? I, mean, what you I really mean don't know. There's not a lot of not to be Acadian? said about it in the history. Actually, I found out I'm actually a quarter Swiss recently, which really threw me for a loop and made my world a little unsteady. So I'm still processing that. I can process that here, I guess. You don't like the Swiss. I love the Swiss. I have no, you know, it just, I've always been told You're I was surprised. just Cajun or French and nothing else. And I guess we really don't know until... Until you do 23andMe for Christmas. <laughs> until the documents come up. How did you, you know? get, did you do that 23andMe thing? One of my aunts tracked it down through, like, immigrant records and stuff like that. Oh, so you haven't actually seen this in a DNA test. I don't want to give my DNA to someone. I'm, I'm also a big... Uh, no. You don't want to snitch on your family it. if they uh, commit a crime. I'm afraid to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I say this thing. Swiss thing isn't necessarily Damn. true. I wouldn't believe that. What you wouldn't you believe that? No. You were buying that? I'm kind of pale, though. Yeah. Doesn't it fit? Look at me. I look Swiss. This Facebook thing, I look Swiss. Very Swiss. Do you think <laughs> so? Thanks, Lou. Okay. All right. And Brandon Beard is here. Brandon, what's your nationality? Um, well, that's fun because the way I uh, spelled my name when I gave it to you um, is kind of a lie. I made it phonetic. My name what? is Super Cajun. It's Beard is how it's pronounced. But it's not spelled. Kidding. If you look at it, you're like Bolliard, Bolliard. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's been a torture my whole life because I lived in Florida for a long time, so Smart. I just made it phonetic. So well, finally you have come home. You're among yeah. friends. Yeah. So this yeah. is total Cajun date. Yes. So how do you spell it? B U I L L. B-U-L-L-I-A-R-D. B-U-L-L-I-A-R-D. And that's pronounced Bia. Biard. Biard. Are y'all from Evangelum Parish or? Uh, um, St. Martinville. St. Martinville. Uh, okay, right that's outside New that's, Iberia. That's what it is. I knew it recommend. Bell. Uh-huh. All right, all right. We'll talk. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> so I'm the only person here who's not Cajun. Yeah. Uh, that's how about because that? The Ville, my, some of my wife's best friends were Beards from St. Martinville Uh-oh. but moved to Ville Platte. That's why I asked Evangel Parish. I got family there too. The so prob- Yeah, okay. that's my family. So you guys <laughs> are actually <laughs> related. We're Small related. World. Okay, that's how long? It's taken eight minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> and we've made the connection. So what's your, your, what's your wife is a She's from Bill Platt, and her best friend growing up was a Lemoyne whose parents were Beards from St. Martin. Okay. okay. We're all related somehow. <laughs> now, what? how did you get out of St. Martin? Uh, I grew up in New Orleans, actually. I okay. did not uh, grow up. My family's from St. Martin. I grew up here. Do they still spell their name B-U-L-L-I-A-R-D? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. So yeah, you just do yeah. this cause you, for the sort of... Uh, your stage name yeah so i i'm also a podcaster and so i made my stage name i didn't want to inflict the br conundrum on the world so i changed the spelling of it okay now lizzie is the chief of production at work like pictures which makes movies that's true and you're the president and ceo of (laughs) dreams to media that's a huge empire huge company dreams to media well work like pictures has only got a couple of people on their website i'm also the ceo oh awesome (laughs) hi you guys bless you so another connection we run the world so dreams to media is your own company in which you're setting out this this is the most meta thing i've ever seen in my life you're setting out to be a media superstar sure and and making a series of podcasts about trying to become a media superstar. You're right. It is very meta. It is. Yeah. Yeah. One of the shows, I just kind of tell my story uh, in the hopes that it inspires other people to do their dream if it's that or something else, because I always knew what I wanted to do and I started to do it. 
but then just for a lot of reasons, I turned away from it. And now, what were the reasons? Uh, you know, when you do something different, when you want to go into media or do something creative, a lot of times you, um, you know, your family doesn't quite get it. Your friends might not get it. You know, so cultural norms, they just don't get it. They want you to so have you like a traditional career. You were swayed by your friends and family? Not at first, but then, you know, you after time, you kind of uh, let those things seep in and it creates this whole internal monologue. So, but, um, but yeah. everybody here at this table has somehow defeated that. Yeah, uh, well, that's... No? You're just still, constantly grappling. There you go. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Do you still think you have to sort of give up being a musician and go back to working at the post office or something? Uh, I, I don't know if it's that. I just think uh, that the uh, the goblins of um, of, uh, of self-doubt uh, and, and, and self-edit are always there, and you wonder, you know, what of it is important for people to see and what of it is just unpolished and, and you know, belongs at the floor of your workshop, you know? Do you have this problem, Louis, of self-doubt when you create stuff? Oh, of course, yeah, that's that's the artist's, um, you know, M.O. is first doubt and then realize, eventually you realize that you shouldn't, and that you shouldn't censor yourself and just go straight through. But yeah, I mean, as Cajun Catholics especially, I mean, you know. <laughs> so that's a Cajun Catholic thing. Oh, it's, it's heavy. Yeah. So what how can you describe? So you have the same thing. Are you Catholic as well, Brandon? Uh, the the BRs are Catholic. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so you've left everything behind. Catholicism. I, I, I love Catholicism. Them. Yeah. I I, I am. I'm, meat. I am post-Catholic, by yeah, the way. Post. 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 Yeah, post. That's a good way to put it. So you guys are. I mean, I still pray to Mary, but you know, I'm not over the <laughs> church. <laughs> if it helps. But but you you're Cajun Catholic when it comes to your personality well it's just you just have you no can't choice escape at a certain point you have no choice you yeah. can't right. run away as far as you can yeah. but you know the you brand still, only yeah. heals so much right. you know it's still branded <laughs> on you you know you can't you're still gonna be there. a Cajun Catholic no matter what happens to you lift up your shirt yeah. right? it's right. there it's right. there yeah. well how Swiss are you then Lizzie do you have this Cajun Catholic guilt oh luckily I wasn't raised Catholic good so for you luckily I'm free Wait, what were you great. raised as um I guess just niceties Nice. Just no, be nice. No religion. Well, my, very my family's religious, and you know maybe that's what makes me like a nice, smiley person. But now I think I'm more of just like a do what you do to enjoy it, and don't think too much about it. Which is really hard. Amen. Uh -huh. Really uh -huh. hard. It's really hard to be nice and not think about it. Yeah. What, what's your What's your sort of default? What do you mean? When I'm not being nice? Yeah, you're mostly well, just mean and nasty and selfish. I said I'm a lot of curse, right? I can be kind of, a, kind of a bitch in my head, but I feel like I'm really nice on the outside, which is so you're maybe actually that's part of thinking. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. Andrew Duhon's an asshole, but you're smiling at him. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't mean, mean to put words Andrew in your mouth. you seem just fine. <laughs> do y'all, do y'all, please? Do today. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, so okay. So everyone else mispronounced your name. No, I do it too. I mean, okay. it's it, I, I find I find it's necessary to make sure people can Google after the show. You know, you gotta right. Well, this you, is how we got Biad. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Duhon and Misha. That's a very difficult Wait, name. Gitro. You know. Is it Gitro? Gitro. Oh yeah. Gitro. I mean, so I, was, I get Git Gotro more yeah, than anything. Right. Gitros and Gitro. Yeah. And what do you get? My shot or something? We all kind of things. Yeah. We had a but actually I had a, a dog at one point, uh, not related to Andrew, but we caught him. Duhon because he was from Port Arthur, Texas. <laughs> I was going to say, when you cross that line, it goes back to Duhon, too. Yeah, that's right. So his okay. name was Clint Duhon, and he was... Uh, the yeah. dog's name was Clint Duhon. <laughs> yeah, amazing country singer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, yeah. So it's only Duhon for like 100 miles. Yeah. Or... Well, it, that's interesting. Well, and then you can go up to Acadia, I suppose. I was going to say, I was going to say, Acadia. Acadia, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, that's what you're saying. Oh, in Canada itself? Yeah, you oh, they're all over Oh, then you're back to Duyon. That's yeah. right. But if you go to France, I believe it's Duon. Duon. Right. Duon. Yeah, because H is not Y in, in real French. H is not pronounced. Duyon. No, right. okay, no. Then, yeah, well, that's... Or that Savoir, like Cajun, Cajun French has more of the roll tongue, a lot of Spanish inflections, and... Yeah, and French, French well, has more guttural. Right. Well, people say, is this true, actually, Louis, that Cajun French is actually like French that's stuck in the 14th century or something? Yeah, it's like uh, never 16th and 17th century French mixed with Spanish, English, native, yeah. all so kinds of African. So you have more connect. you have more in relationship with like someone like from maybe Joan of Arc than you do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. So the Canadian French, has is, is that changed? Yeah, they. I mean, they've standardized in their own way, but I mean, you know, they all have. They're all 
a, a similar, you know, theirs was more, it has been more accepted and, um, you know, standardized, should I say, in the last hundred years where ours has been completely oral. Okay. You know, theirs is taught in school, but they also have like Shiak, which is English and French and like Quebecois, which is, but theirs is all similarly based on the original French that they came over with. Right. But it's probably updated more. Quebec is more in line with modern French. I mean, they have their, obviously their own hardcore dialect, but they've also modernized a bit. Are you connected? Do you feel culturally connected to people in Canada, the Acadian people in Canada? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went. Actually, I learned, uh, you know, how to really speak French in Nova Scotia, and it's all the people with the same names. And so, like the Sonniers, the Gilbos, the on and on to Boudreaux and Thibodeaux, and with no X. And you know, so it's like the same people, minus all the other Louisiana influences—the African, German, right. Spanish, what's all, the, Irish, and what's the food like? Is any of that? Oh something? well, yeah, that. That's, so that's the whole thing. It's like if you took a Louisiana. Cajun, you removed all the Louisiana from it. You know, like, the you're left with like, uh, like bread or dough with just salters, and lobster. No. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But they still have the same sort of music. Uh, no. Well, that that's different too. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're because well, the music, our music, got influenced by everything in Louisiana as well. So they didn't get all that. But they honestly have a more Celtic style music. There's a lot of Celtic stuff in Europe music i think too some of well that might be it do you think there is not really but i no. mean i don't disagree i don't disagree <laughs> okay. but i wouldn't I, say that but i was listening to um to your new stuff to the stuff that you put out yourself on your own label the Michaud's melody makers or the oh the stone no no the stone yeah album that that well when i say album it's got two songs on it well uh yeah what's well, one it's one One's, song with yeah. two sides well yeah. one is 45 minutes the other is one minute yeah, well, we had to do the one minute one just not to confuse uh, iTunes and Spotify now because they were trying to make it a single. So, ah, <laughs> so we had like the people clapping so, on one track. Well, that's what the one minute one. I never got to yeah. But the 45 minute one, it's like one long track. And it's got. A, it seems to me they have a lot of Celtic Well, sort of Spider Stacy from the Pogues okay. is playing on that. So he ah. brings some of that. But of course, you know, the fiddle, I mean, I love Irish music. I don't play any, but I love to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, besides playing with the Pogues stuff with with Spider, but uh, you know, it's it's definitely, you know, the the fiddle I think was the main vehicle where the music came from Acadie to Louisiana as well as France, Louisiana. Like the fiddle has kind of been a main transport of the music. The accordion came later, okay, that and was German, interpreted, yeah. Right. So that's a good segue to get the fiddle out and and play something. All right. Could we have a better? Yeah. And there's two fiddles. Uh, you got. You got. Are you going to accompany me? Andrew's going to play. Oh, man. All right. So, so I have to uh, to to out myself here. I I went out to the uh, the Black Pot camp this mm -hmm. year, and I brought a fiddle that a fella from Cajun country gave me some years back. But you know, I I play some guitar, but I don't play fiddle. I don't know how to play it. But I went out to the camp, and there's some crash course lessons, whatnot. Took a couple. Sure enough, I feel like maybe I could learn it somewhere down the line. A it's, little something. It's in the blood. Just to yeah. accompany a jam would be really great. But uh, I'm not there yet at, at, by any stretch of the imagination. I haven't shed it at all. So I'm not there, but I'm excited to learn somewhere well, years down the line. That's great. How far away are you from playing in public? Like five minutes? Uh, no, I, I got one right here. Dude, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm glad to destroy your fiddle in front of you, but I, I don't think we should do that. You know, I think okay. we should let the masters. Okay. Show us Fair what they enough. do. You know? All right. What do you want to play, Louis? What do you uh, the first song that came to mind just now was Vossa Pop, and it's uh, speaking of the Celtic. Uh, Dennis McGee recorded this like in 27 or 28. 28 or 29 and uh you know he is a mcgee but you know when they asked him what what kind of name is mcgee he says french because every mcgee he knows speaks french huh. but no doubt that i think his grandpa or, or his father even was a celtic fiddle player my my wife's great uh grandpa great grandpa red wilson was a tugboat captain uh drove the um, steamboat america who's a f famous steamboat they raced up for the, you know, the product and everything. 
but he was a uh, like a Scottish Irish Scotch Irish fiddle player mm. called dances and all that. So that, I mean, there's definitely got to be that influence. Mm. This is something called valsa pop. Uh, you know, make over what you will, but it's a Cajun song, I guess. All Do you want to do another verse now we've got the volume right? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it on the next do one. Do it later. Yeah. Okay. That's deceptively uh, difficult to blew that by the look of that fiddle playing, right, Andrew? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, and, and it's all that uh, playing two strings at the same time, they call it double stop or whatever you call it, but like that stuff is just so, so beautiful and it has, it, it has everything that, that's in the feeling of Cajun country and everything it's all in there and it's really nice to hear every time you know how did you learn to play like that did you just pick it up well uh, I did take some uh, some lessons when I was real young but you know the kind of standard uh, method and I wasn't really into it and then I put it down for the guitar you know I played guitar from about like 11 years old and I, when my brother would be my brother Andre would be like at football practice or something, I'd, I'd go sneak in his room and play his guitar, <laughs> if you didn't know that yet. And, uh, Is he your older brother? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, exactly. So, and then, then my uncle gave me a guitar. And anyway, I, then I played stand-up bass with Lefrat and show for a while and triangle. And that was the family. Yeah, the family band. Your dad and yep. his brothers. Yep, and we're still playing. Uh, they've been playing since the eight, early 80s. And, uh, and then when I turned, like, 18, 19, I went, when I went up to Nova Scotia to learn French, I brought, this is my grandpa's fiddle, and I brought it with me, and I hitchhiked around uh, Canada for a while, and uh, Eastern Canada for a few months after the few-week immersion program, and I learned playing on the streets mainly. So you started playing the fiddle at 19? Uh, not, yeah. Not yeah. nine, like mm -hmm. you would have Well, I did kind of start at nine a little bit, but then I put it down right, for like right. eight years. So That's amazing. Was he, did you play anything? Your Cajun background. Um, I play the ukulele. You do. Not enough to play on you this show. Not really. No. <laughs> I did play um, viola for a year, and all I remember is you can't do the chicken wing. I was told that the chicken wing doesn't produce a good sound. I think I do the chicken wing. You think you do the chicken wing? I'm gonna watch next time you play. I do it. I'm gonna write a song called the, the buffalo wing. You need to write a song about. Let's do it right now. That's what I'm saying. Like your 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 wife's. Uh, uncle was a team a tugboat captain. I was like already thought right about getting, you know. Yeah, you can write on the tablecloth. I mean, there's you got some stuff there. It, it doesn't even have to rhyme. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's gonna work. She's probably already written a just song works. about him. So, yeah, you know. But Lizzie, you're actually making a movie, making a documentary film about the Lost Boy Ramblers. Isn't yeah, it? we are. So you know more about the Lost Boy Ramblers than anybody on earth. And yet, I still didn't know all that that you just said. I'm like, man, that's interesting. Are you I wish serious? I had my camera. There's a lot of things to learn. There's only so much you can fit in 53 minutes. That's true. That's true, too. How yeah. long have you been making the documentary? Is it oh, finished? Man. It's finished. It's coming out next month at the French Film Festival here in New Orleans. Nice. I read that uh, online. It's going to be at yeah. the Britannia Theater on Sunday, February the 17th. Yep. Oh, that's killer. Come on so out. So can we all go? Yeah, you can all come. Okay. Come it's on. open to the public. Yeah. Well, Let's do that. Ticketed, and it's called, you know. It's what, how do you pronounce the name of it? On va continue. Means on va continue. we will continue. Yep. Yeah, we will continue. <gasps> Yeah. We 
because uh, at the time when we were we were had already announced we were going to take a hiatus, and everyone was like, "Oh, y'all breaking up? What's the matter?" No, we just want a little break. We've never taken a break in almost 20 years, and just been playing like you know, like every week and every week, just but on that and on. Did strike me as extremely perverse that you guys won the Grammy. You actually won a Grammy. What was it for? For best. Traditional uh, regional roots. Yeah, Best I mean it's an actual down. Grammy award. Actual the whole country saw you. You're super famous, and everyone says how great this band is, and played live and everything. And then you decided to take a break. We had already announced we were taking a break before we won. We got it on camera. I can I can testify. <laughs> do, do you have management? Did someone you're say that's? A, you're the manager, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, Andre, was, and I, Andre and I do everything. Okay. So. Did you think maybe that was a crazy idea to sort of take a break right when you're at the all peak about. of your crazy ideas? Oh. Okay. Everyone expects you to like get a real manager and then yeah. go hit the road and then go play the Orpheum or something, but you know <laughs> yeah. we're like we're just gonna stop. And how about we stop? That sounds good. And so, how did it work out stopping? Was it? Well, then was that's it why we have a documentary called "Envoy Continuer" because we're gonna keep going. No, it was never a question. We just wanted to take, and of course our break was full of. Right. We recorded a score and then we put out a previous score and then we made a new score for the documentary and then we were you know so we're not yeah. we're not we just need a, we just need a break that's so all you're it just was. sick of it all well, well, I mean, we're, not, we're not sick of it we just love it and want to keep loving it and uh and need I mean, a vacation we like have anybody, I guess. plenty of other bands and yeah right. just just from live perform because so are you famous you know, now from the grammy did it change anything not really nothing mm -hmm. so i mean a, a, li a little bit a little bit i'm not going to say nothing we have a trophy that's made of metal and <laughs> okay. granite or something right. like that. But, you uh, did get that. It's awesome. I mean, it's great. But it, it came with a watch, too, actually. It was pretty it cool. Did. You got a watch with it. Huh. Yeah, really nice Italian watch. And uh -huh. my Italian new in-laws had just gotten to town. My wife married a guy from Italy. They just moved Your to Your wife America. married a guy from Italy. Oh, excuse yeah. me, excuse me. My Plus sister. Plus, they real Irish up in here. <laughs> I was at my in-laws. <laughs> What am I talking about? So, my <laughs> sister, I need another drink. You have another yeah, drink, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll get in there. <laughs> what is that Negroni bourbon thing? What are you yeah, drinking? What is that red Boulevardier? drink? Boulevardier? Yeah. That's that, a Boulevardier. Boulevardier. Yeah. God damn it. That's the third person now who's had. Sir, please. You want another one? Boulevardier. Boulevardier. How do you know? But did you hear that here or did you, do you drink that normally? Uh, no, he showed it to me. Ash, <laughs> Ash is the Boulevardier guy. I like Negronis. I like bourbon. Best yeah. of both worlds. Okay. Mm. Good deal. But no, so to, to, sorry, yes. to just sorry. to not say that my wife married an Italian guy. <laughs> my sister married an Italian guy. And when the Italian family came to America, <coughs> the Grammy, it took like three months to arrive in the mail. And it arrived the day that they were on our house. And it came with an Italian watch, and they're like, oh, see, molto, molto senti, or whatever they said. Ah. Like, like wow. yeah, nice watch. So nice who, watch. who knew that the Grammy came with an Italian watch? That's interesting. I wonder what the connection is there. Who knows? Somebody's paying off somebody. Just, it's probably just, something different just, every year. Yeah, you know, just, last yeah, year was like yeah. a bag, bag of Smart Pop or something. <laughs> Sweet swag. Six yeah. pack of Coke. So, Brandon, <laughs> what's your idea? What are you trying to achieve? Would you like to win a Grammy? What are you? What's the goal? <laughs> no, I'll never win a Grammy because I have no musical ability. <laughs> well, what's, now, what's the goal? You're trying to be famous. You're trying yes. to be like a big well, show. No, no, I'm not trying to be famous. I'm what trying, are you trying to be? Well, I am trying to uh, build this podcast platform and make a living off of it eventually um, because I think So that, are we. Well, it's not yeah, if that works yeah. out. Um, well, if you have any tips, I would love to no, hear them. We don't, we're on year nine, actually, are we? <laughs> You're this is our ninth year, Andrew? I, I couldn't tell you, I man. Something like that. Well, we the started, setup is very professional. This is, this is better well, than we I bought, have. Well, we bought these on Amazon, these okay. cables and these microphones. And uh, we plug them in. And everyone, every, everyone knows what they're doing. There. But you're doing this all by yourself. I am right now. I but mean, how I, do you make that? Because I've listened to the couple of three or four of your podcasts, actually. What's it called? Oh, thank you. Um, it's Dreamster uh, Media. Is but the what's company. the actual The, the Dreamster podcast. Is, just called the, yeah. That's good branding. Yeah, I just keep it, keep it consistent. Okay. So it sounds super professional and slickly produced. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Then so you're just doing all this at home on your yeah. iTunes or whatever? Most of it, yeah. I do most of it. I write it. I record it. I kind of write what the sound effects are going to be, and I actually uh, have someone in LA that I work with who produces it, puts it all together. Okay. But I'll kind of tell them like, I'm, there's a lot going on in my head, so I'm like, I want this sound effect here. I hear this going on, and then, and then he kind of nice. puts it in there. And so, so the whole story that I've heard, I've heard like the first five episodes. Are there five? Are there more than five? Um, there's five right now. Yep, you're right. It's yep. very cleverly put together. It's very well written, oh, so you. that it's not just a chronological spewing out of your life story yeah, nobody cares about that it's really cleverly like woven together the bits and it goes back and forward and then you go forward you're going to find out about how i got went to jail and then it comes back and <laughs> fills in the blanks about it's really it's really well well done 
Yeah. So, what? How? What's? But I see the idea is the the content of it is that you want to be a famous broadcaster. Yeah, I guess yeah, you, you could say that. So yeah, the, well, the way you I, say I, that. Yeah, I, I I do say that once in the episode, um, in a couple of the episodes. Um, but yeah, my main goal is when I say being famous, I don't mean like I need to have a bunch of Instagram followers or anything. But I just want to make a living on what I feel that like my talent is and what I always wanted to do and i structure the show in a way that's it's my story so it's not like so i have a lot of different topics i'll talk about like lifestyle design uh you know overcoming things that get in the way of your dreams or that hold you back but that's kind of dry so i I structure it as like my story and then if it's not about me i'll talk about someone else who get you know i talk about robert downey jr and all his alcohol problems and things that you know his career was on life support and then he turned it around so i try to like make it interesting so if nothing else even if you don't care about this stuff it's an interesting uh listen and yes i, I talk about the one time i went to jail as well that was the first are episode. you doing this as like some sort of therapy for yourself <laughs> it kind of sounds like that sometimes it sounds like a, a group therapy session well, um is it really that, uh, are you getting this all out of your system so that you can have told your story and then move on to something uh n- i don't know that's maybe, or is the story maybe subconsciously con- that is i don't know ask me in a couple of years that might have been what i was trying to do i don't know i don't know what's motivating to do it motivating me to do it that way well what's the deal are people listening to it are you getting it's feedback? brand new yeah it's, it's off to a good start um it's actually a rebranding of a show that i launched a couple of years ago that i just didn't like the way i was producing it so um yeah it's it's off to a good start not okay. a huge audience yet but we'll get there okay and the other show, you've got a couple of shows up on dreamstomedia.com. Yeah. And one of them is a game show. Yes, yes. What the heck is all that about? I didn't manage to get that to work. Uh, oh, it did? you didn't? No, oh, I clicked God. on it and oh, it just came up That's all weird. Uh, it's a podcast game show is the name of that one. And it's a trivia show. It's like an audio version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So if you like trivia, I have guests on and I ask them a bunch of questions. You were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I was a contestant on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's a central part of what? Is this tied to the time you were in jail or unrelated? (laughs) That is about a year apart. Yeah, that was an interesting year. Enough of a connection. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Who was your friend that you phoned? um, They didn't do that when I was on the show. They got rid of that. What? Um, It was Ask the Audience 50-50, so you get rid of two of the answers, and then... um, Skip the question for oh. the lifelines. So okay. has anyone uh, ever skipped the million dollar question? You're not allowed to do that. I don't think <laughs> you can't do that. No, I don't think so. Oh, How much did you go home with? Um, I, I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to listen to season one oh. of my show because wow. I kind of come back to that episode in the end. It's not what you would think happened. Um, no, I came back with more than zero dollars. <laughs> so we're going to have to listen to the whole. Thing. You're going to have to listen to the whole season one. It's only twelve episodes. Okay, but so we won't know till the end of the twelfth episode how much. So you got this whole thing planned out. We, have we ever planned that's out awesome. anything on the show? <laughs> no. We've never planned out a single. That's the premise of the show. That's, yeah, I've got this. Yeah, this is our producer Graham DePonte yeah. and, and our music producer Monique Pyle sends me that's these great. things. Yeah, so this is this is our, and then I go through them and I underline things. That's great. See, I underline <laughs> dreams to media. Boom. And then I. What'd put you write up, down there in the corner? What's that? Clint Duhon. It's the name of the dog. <laughs> you need to check out his podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He's on iTunes, I heard. The dog has a Instagram. songs for another uh, podcast. <laughs> hey, talking of Duhon, what about playing a song, Andrew? We've missed you for a month or so. Yeah, I can play you on it. Have you got anything lined up? Sure. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, okay. The, the get fiddle. What would you like yeah. to talk about until? OPP? <laughs> that's where I know you're from. No, he'd still be in there. Can, can I just dispel? I got arrested for a DUI, but I was never, never got a convicted of it that was it it wasn't Amen. i didn't Amen. murder anyone or anything like that and this was in florida you got this was in jacksonville florida which is probably i don't know it was probably not worse than opp but it wasn't good definitely but you were actually in jail <laughs> oh yeah for a weekend that was it a but, weekend yeah that's pretty long they, they put the whole <laughs> you know inmate like uniform a... you have a number it was, it was a nightmare for a weekend yeah that can feel like a long time who bailed you who bailed you out oh my uh, oh uh, it was my dad God, how embarrassing. He kept hanging up on the bail bondsman. He thought it was a telemarketer. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. You ever heard of a, a song called Hi, Dad, I'm in Jail? No. It's an awesome song by a band called Was Not Was. See Rock can find it for us. Uh, Don Was. Yeah, Don Was and his brother David Was have a band called Was Not Was, and they do this awesome song. Here's Graham DePonte right now. Do a great song called Hey, Dad, I'm in Jail. Let's see if I can. Yeah. Hey, Dad, I'm in Jail. Oh. Okay. So the Cajun guys are conferring. All right. Yeah. Here. Yep, you sure? 
Absolutely. Are you good? Oh, yeah. Are you playing along? <laughs> I'm making him change the key for me. Okay, cool. All right. He's graciously doing it. This is all right. Okay, what song are we listening to, Andrew? Brent, oh, man, new? you know, try and in the efforts of always playing you something new, here's yes. something that's not finished. Okay. Uh, Does it have, even have a title? Uh, um, ask me when I finish it, I guess. Okay. I Louis, what's the insurance like on getting my eye poked out with that? Bug, uh, I've never done it so far. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I think it goes like this. Everybody choose a side You get yours but not before I get mine You get yours not before I get mine Stick to the facts and back up what you already know Stick to the facts and back up what you already know Facts that back up what you already Stick to the side of the tracks that back up to your childhood home Hold on, stop, somebody's bleeding Follow the drip drop, somebody's bleeding Hold on, stop, somebody's bleeding Hold on, stop, yeah, somebody's bleeding Follow the trip drive, somebody's bleeding. Hold on, stop. Who can stop together for the very first time totally unrehearsed how do you like that brandon that was that was amazing what do you think lizzie i loved it y'all you, you hey, guys no chicken wing that's great <laughs> yeah. were you watching the technique there oh i kind of get my eye on it all right mm -hmm. wonderful song that's a nice song oh thanks you yeah. know just little, little bits and pieces you know did you write that on the road patchwork uh yeah you know like it's like paper mache you just like take the scraps that come one at a time and then you put them together so how did you like being out on the road for the last month was it good to get the hell out of here or uh mm -hmm. uh well mm, well i it's all you miss it after you get give yourself time to miss it mm -hmm. right you know both of them the road and being home it's a, yeah hence, hence the hiatus that's right yeah you that's why you wanted to just spend some time at home that's like all these artists they do you know they like put on an album and then they stop touring for a while we don't you know most louisiana bands just play constantly that was, that was a nice song, though. I like the drip because it's like the blood drip and the IV drip, you know. Nice, dude. Ah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
It's cool that you can never have heard that, and you're. Well, no one's heard that song, probably. Right. What does it do? You just do you just listening? What are you listening for, Louis, when you're playing along with something like that? Well, first, you got to make sure you're in the right key, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and then you know, <laughs> you got to. I was getting too into it, and I missed some chords. So, but you know, you, so you got to stay like partially, like aware, and then partially into it. In it, right? <laughs> was well, he? How did you end up making films? Um, so I was either this or medical school. I mean, <laughs> I'm to be completely honest. Really, that Cajun was your Catholic. Catholic. Cajun Catholic. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you go to medical school? That would have been a really excellent idea. Because she's not Cajun. Because Catholic. I like the show House so much, which kind of told me. Yeah. I'm probably getting the wrong idea of the medical, you know, side of things, and also I'm so upset with the TV show that I'm letting it make my life choices so I was like maybe I'll just go into film and my mom was like you know hon you're what? always watching the second DVD you should go to film school this is verbatim mom you said this remember that and that's what did why. she mean by the second DVD you know like the one with all the special features right. and, like behind the scenes commentary commentary so you were obsessed with the TV show house so you could either have gone into ago. TV shows or medicine yeah hmm that's interesting there's a lot more to it too but that's the podcast version Okay. Yeah. What's the what's the real version? The real version is I didn't want to do anything boring, and film was the first thing I tried, and it really stuck. And right. I, I was lucky enough to yeah, pick to. something I really liked. I don't know. I didn't really do film growing up. It's just something I went to college for, and it really I met go, the right people. Where did you go to college? Did I went you? to the University of New Orleans. They have an awesome. So you went to the school. film school at UNO. Yeah. So you're actually someone who went to film school and became a filmmaker. It happens so rarely. Yeah. But yeah, it happened. That is cool. Yeah. I met my whole team there. I think that was really wow. the reason I stayed really? in it. It's all my people. So you're like a whole mm. bunch of people who've like formed a band in college and then went on and did it. Yeah. And, and we're just trying to tour it. the world. That's just that what is, we're trying yeah. to do. That is pretty cool. So what yeah. sort of stuff do you make at this Work Light Pictures? You know, so we started out making uh, commercials to make the money and then short films on the weekends whenever we had the right. extra income. Uh, but after about five years of Worklight being a thing, we've now been able to start doing feature films, which is what we want to do. Our first feature film will actually be on Vacantinue with the Ramblers, um, bless them. And, and you directed that? I produced it. I'm a producer. Okay. I'm a director of sorts. But so who's directing that? Someone else? Uh, Bruno Doria, who's like my, my other half. Okay. He does all the visuals, so he's a cinematographer. Okay. And, uh, so you're the directing. business person? I'm, yeah, I'm more the business side. Oh. Yeah, but I get to get creative every now and then. She makes everything happen. Maybe that's the manager. Make sure it happens. Maybe you'd be looking for a manager. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't do better than you. Oh, you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you put the whole deal together. So you found the money to make this. Yeah. we. How yeah. did you do that, actually? Well, it actually kind of, well, we started doing it for free. Uh, we started shooting with them in 2016 was when we met. And they kind of just started from there. We liked them they liked us so we started to follow them around so we weren't really filming a documentary until it was already filmed in a weird way yeah then we that's got a grant. actually super weird yeah so people are just <laughs> following you around with cameras and they're not actually <laughs> making a documentary He's, you know we're we do like to do things backwards uh, and then we got filming film funding through a grant um the crete louisiana grant which kind of kick-started like oh now we have money we can actually finish the thing and then we did a kickstarter to kind of round off the rest of the funding um and here we are. What does it cost to make something it? like this? Oh, I can't tell you that. That's not public it's information in the budget? Is Hundreds of millions of dollars. Is it, Hundreds <laughs> is it a lot cheaper millions. than you think? Or is it a lot more expensive than you think? Um, well, we have did a lot of things for free. It probably shouldn't have cost what it cost. Um, but we have a really small, dedicated team, me, Bruno, and um, one other guy, Lee, really doing a lot of the, a lot of the footwork. Um, and then the Ramblers just being cool enough to really let us come with them. Well, they're not going to charge you, are they? Sometimes right. they do. No, most of them. What? Don't serious? tell them that. But I'm just Is that a fact? When you see a documentary on something yeah, like... Yeah, you could hire someone to let you... We have to, have to pay you... to get in the door to our shows. And <laughs> we do have to buy drinks every now and then. So we paid our dues. Well, that's interesting. I didn't realize that those documentaries about bands that you see on Netflix and so on, that they... The Sometimes they'll be paid, yeah. Huh? Did you guys know right, that? I'm, I'm sorry. What happened? Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Well, they this they is a um, passion project. Yeah. Well, they made our own first and only music video. Work Light Pictures did. Okay. Uh, for a song called Aloha Golden Meadow, and uh, we had to go through the OPP lawsuit for a little bit. And uh, what? 
and well, not, it didn't have to do with OPP. I was just joking, but <laughs> we did have to go through a, a, a suit, and it was, you know, somebody very, somebody sued you guys. Yeah, well, it's, I can't talk about it, but it's right. Legally, no, or you don't want to talk about it? But no, it's fine. Uh, say, who's, yeah, no, who sued you? No, it's someone that was in the band, you know. Oh, and one of those band, things. It was then, all their idea. Yes, right. exactly. They yeah. started the band, found right, it, me and right, Andre right. to be yeah. found, and right. then next thing you know, everybody's got one. So we made this song called Aloha Gold Meadow. Andre wrote it. Uh, kind of as like a Peace. stress relief. It was like this real relaxing beach song about being at the beach at Golden Meadow, which if coastal erosion continues, it will be a beach. Right. And this, so it's about, it's a double message. It's relax and That's watch cool. out for global warming. Mm -hmm. And they made the video, which came out amazing, our only music video. Huh. And we met, got along, and then, yeah, they started uh, following us around, filming. They even came to New York with us for the Grammys. And so you got that all on film, the Grammys all in the documentary. It's a lot, yeah. We did go to the Grammys, all but we right. couldn't go in. And we what? can't use the footage from the Grammys. Uh, but you know what? We, we made our own way. As the Cajuns do, we kind of made exactly. a DIY version. That is pretty uh, funny. They won't let you use the footage of you winning just, a Grammy. It's just really tried. expensive. We yeah, tried. Speaking of expensive, exactly. Really, they make You have to like get clearance? Yeah, exactly. Can I tell them how we recreated it? My lawyer's it? here. I should probably be really careful. If, uh, <laughs> that's the film's lawyer over there. This is our lawyer over there. I never got to meet you. Hey. Can I tell them how we, how we reenacted the Please. Grammys? <laughs> you faked up? You we faked up a Grammy? Dramatization? Well, so Wait, no, no, don't tell him. Don't, <laughs> okay, don't no, tell okay, him. You okay. have to come see the movie. Yes, yeah, thank you. But, uh, it's great, though. It's great how we okay. did it. It's so perfect. Marie Antoinette was involved. Yes. And it's Disco balls. Just Taking imagine. shots out of Grammys. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Beautiful oh. women everywhere. What happens if you... Way better than the real Grammys. With heads. With heads still on. Mm. What What is Scarlett Johansson talking of Marie Antoinette got to do with you guys? She, uh... How, do you get, how did you know her? She did her Tom Waits cover album at Dockside Studios, uh -huh. where we record most of our albums. And uh, our producer, Corey Ritchie, happened to be the house engineer. Uh, you know, spent a lot of time with her and uh, her husband at the time. And uh, when we went to make Mammoth Waltz, he Corey Ritchie produced it. And we said, man, it'd be great to have a female voice on this song. And to reach out to Scarlett. She speaks French, she was all into it. No so. Way. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she's single again now, Scarlett Johansson? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Brandon, are you paying attention? Yeah. Oh, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your situation? Are you married, single? Or I what? am not. I am single. I'm, you're single? I'm single. Were you ever married? Uh, no, I was not. Okay. Not, not even in not a jail? jail for one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't, we don't like to okay, talk about bad. that. That is bad. Okay. We've got to keep moving along, right along here. So, Louis, what about another song? We can fit it in. All right, but. Andrew got Andrew's play playing with you? Okay. Uh, I'll try, dude. What you okay. got? Yeah. All right. So let's do something in, uh, let's do, let's do the Rookie Pong, which is the song for our, our camp in Milton. And uh, it's just, let's just do it in G and D. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, I see you're tuned down. So it's uh, about, it's about right next to Dockside Studios. We have our camp, which is how we, we recorded our first album at our camp called La Rookie Pong. And uh, then we came to find out that Dockside Studios is right across the Vermilion from the camp, and we started making records there. And it makes a, called the Vermilion Vortex is on the Vermilion. It's like, while we ease bar up the road, and this song is about all that. So.
Show and Andrew Duyon together for the second time. <laughs> That's right. That was great. What do you call that song again? Uh, Allons à la Rue Quipon. Uh, Rue Quipon is the hanging wheel. This old camp uh, my grandpa had bought with a bunch of Cajun Catholic priests back in the day. And then your grandpa bought a camp with a bunch of Cajun Catholic priests. Don't don't get any ideas. But uh, so uh, yeah, and it, and it became a retreat for this one called Monsignor Mouton. Uh, excuse me, not Monsignor, Monsignor Segur. And, uh, and then he kind of had it, his is Walden. You know, it's beautiful, it's out in the nature, it's in the corner of Lafayette Parish. And then we ended up leasing it from his family for a long time. And then I from lived- From whose family? From the from Monsignor wasn't? Yeah, his, his relatives inherited it after. Anyway, okay. and then, uh, so we leased it for them and I, li- I lived there. For a little while before I built my house. Did it have spirits and ghosts in it? Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. What kind of spirits were they? Well, um, I've heard of people who have seen, I, I haven't myself, but a few people I know have seen spirits that might look like people that used to live there. Uh, and then right next door was a guy named Sidney Bork, who was on the first cover of our album. Right. And his daughter, Ethel May. Right. So whenever we put the first album out, we we met his daughter Ethel May, who's in the documentary, and uh, just amazing people. Mr. Sidney, he hunted, fished, and farmed for all his food and everything, and barely barely had a dime or a social security number, but lived an amazing you know amazing connected life, and we knew him as children. Didn't speak a word of English, and uh, his wife would make beignets and little real thick coffee, and. Uh, met his daughter Ethel years later after he had died and she became a very close friend. Uh, so it's a real, real interesting little area. And then we found out Dockside Studios is right, like you can see it. We never even knew you can see it across the bayou. You didn't even know it was a recording and we didn't even studio. Know it was a studio. We were sitting there trying to make our own albums in there. <laughs> and uh, wow. yeah, so, so that song is about, uh, is about the Rookie Paul, but it's based off of a, a Another Nathan Abshaw right. song called Alonso La Couture 2, which is another camp where he used to go moss collecting. So. Wow. Yes. So, Brendan, are you thinking about reconnecting with your Cajun past now? Um, yeah, I need to do it more. I try, but everything that you just said is just like the magical part about <laughs> That's what I mean. Cajun what, life. Why would you walk away family. from that? I didn't. I'm not walking away. I didn't choose to. It just. Uh, I thought you did choose to. Uh, well, uh, no. Oh well, I guess I mis- I changed the spelling of my name, but. Uh, but I used to connect it in any way to. Well, I mean, this is like magical to hear. It is. Story. It all is. It's awesome. Talk, all you gotta do is talk to the whole. I mean, you know, you, you just you talk to the, to the elders, and then they. Oh just, yeah. You know exactly. I go back there, uh, visit family as often as I can. It's, it's where, awesome. Where is your family living? St. Martinville. So they're still there. So you're the yeah. only one who got out. My extended family, yeah, yeah. And they're what about still. your parents? Did they move here as well, or are they still? Yeah, I, they got married here, and that's why I grew up here. Okay. But then they live in, uh, one's in Pensacola, one's in, uh, my parents, uh, dad's in Asheville, North Carolina. So, so all over. Got, We're all over the country. One, your mom lives in Pensacola, mm-hmm. and your dad's in Asheville, North Carolina. Do you know if BR is a, uh, is it French Creole, probably? Because, you know, uh, St. Martinville, they used to call it Petit Paris. Oh, really? St. Martinville, of all places. Because after the, it's in, it's got a huge Acadian, of the Evangeline connect, the Evangeline yeah. Hope. That's where she apparently, Evangeline ended up Longfellow's Evangeline, and she turned into a tree while she was waiting for her lover who never came. 
And well, by the time he got there, it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet. This, but, was, uh, this was allegedly happened in St. Martinville. Well, she ended up. She came from Akadi during the deportation. It ended up in St. Martinville, wow. where Gabriel came to find her. But he he couldn't find her, and then met another lover, and then she died waiting for him, when he finally found her, something like that. And uh, but St. Martinville was called Petit Paris because after the French Revolution, so many of these very you know very wealthy. French aristocratic who were scared of Robespierre cutting their head off came to St. Martinville, brought all their fancy court dresses and everything. They had like an opera house and everything in St. Martinville. They called it Petit Paris because a lot of those people relocated to St. Martinville. What happened to to their to those people and to, to all their wealth that they must have brought with them? Did they start businesses or did they just spend it all and when it was all gone they were Yeah, I mean Cajun fishermen? Who knows? I mean Civil War probably took it all. Yeah. And is, what happened to the, there was an opera house in St. Martinville. Is that still there? I believe it's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what condition it's in, but right. there's a lot of amazing architecture in St. Martinville. I didn't even know that. Have you been, do you go there? You've been? Yeah, yeah. So you know all about this too. Was there you, about a year ago? Yeah, I do know. I've heard that Petit Paris before. Yeah, there's yeah. like a little cafe Petit Paris there and all that. Right. But they make brioche and stuff, and, which so, is like bread with some butter and sugar on it or something. <laughs> why is it called Saint Martinville, and why don't we say it with some sort of French? Well, Saint Martin de Tours is the church there, and then he he was a very important saint, I guess. Do you know who he was? I, I should have no, a better no, saint. No, I'm, I'm bad. Cajun. Saint Martin de Tours is pretty heavy. I'm pretty sure. Brandon, what did you do before you became a media superstar? <laughs> uh, a potential I media. Lived. Superstar. I had a boring career in finance and then commercial real estate. Okay, so yeah. have you made a whole bunch of money and now you can afford yeah. to finance your own I wouldn't say that. Superstardom? No, yeah. No, no, I have not made a bunch of money at all. This is all uh, flying by the seat of my pants, so we'll okay. see what happens. So how are you financing Superstardom? Because this is not cheap, what you, this slick-sounding... It, it's, it's, it's a little cheap, yeah. Okay. It's cheap now. It sounds expensive. Yeah, I, I need to spend some more money on it, probably. I got it's, some savings. It sounds bit, pretty slick. You know? How are you financing the whole thing, though? Just savings. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But have you got a have you got a business plan? No. Hmm. It's job? all in my head. Well, I, I'm not saying if you got it written down. I mean, do you have a plan to make money out of this? Not yet. The plan is grow an audience, and then okay. there's different ways to monetize it, as I'm sure you know. So I well, just got to figure out the best ways it. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, what's your? You don't have a plan though. You're just going to try and get a whole bunch of people to listen to this thing and then figure it out. Yes. Because that's what we're doing. I was going to mm -hmm. say he's looking and, for a plan. Yeah. Well, if you got step one, yeah. build an audience. Step three, profit. Yeah. I don't know about well, step two. <laughs> step two has got the sort of the missing two, link uh, there. Steal underpants. Yeah. Step two is wait for someone to notice what you're doing and then be like hey we need you over here and i mean that's how us musicians gotta survive is just diversity you know you don't right. you can't just like rely on one thing i mean yeah. generally our, that's a good point our thing is to promote skincare products on our instagram yeah, in exchange for free skincare products <laughs> yeah, that's usually what we do yeah. what about marrying scarlett johansson that would that's plan c Okay. Yeah, yeah. Step four. She's single and available. Step four. I hear that. Wealthy. I hear that, and I'm sure someone. I don't know that. She's not I don't know single, that. Okay? No, she's well, as far as we know. <laughs> she's Rock knows. Not single. She's uh, dating oh, she... the guy from SNL who does weekend updates. Damn it! Exactly. Oh, Colin something. Good call. Colin Jost. Okay. Oh, didn't you used to, didn't you used to work in television? Didn't you work for I, David. I Letterman? did. I worked for David Letterman in college. Yeah, it was amazing. No. Because no, how could you not use that to get into a media superstardom? Why are you uh, now podcasting like us? It was awesome, but I didn't want to live in New York after that. I thought I would. I thought mm. that was my dream. But uh, I thought you would too, seeing you want to be a media superstar. Yeah, That's where the world is. The, the realities of yeah. media in 2006 were not great, and someone has to die at the Late Show for someone to actually get a job there. So what were you doing? You were an intern. I was an intern, yeah. But I got to meet all the guests. I got to meet all the celebrities every day. That's pretty so that cool. Was, Who did you meet? Uh, let's see: Tom Cruise, Lance Armstrong, not Scarlett Johansson, uh, Fergie, Jessica oh, Simpson. Okay. Back in the day when she was at like the height of her fame, <laughs> it was awesome. Tom Cruise was the nicest person ever. And what do you have to do with them? You have to make them feel comfortable and hang out with yeah, them. I have to get whatever they want. I have to go to the store and get all their assorted things oh. that they want for their room. People come to a show like that, like Tom Cruise, and need stuff from the store. Mm -hmm. Like what? Oh yeah, cigarettes. I think Jessica Simpson needed assorted gums. Assorted, assorted gums. gums. The writer, like, dude. Yeah. How's your writer? Don't have yeah. one. Yeah, the writer. It's the writer. And give him the swag bag, late show mug and stuff. Didn't you think you'd have that organized if you were a superstar? Yeah, this is good stuff for you to know now you're going to be a superstar. That's the part of being a superstar that you get to do. I can't wait. You get to whatever. Just think no of it on the moment. Whatever. I want that be nice. 
It sure is. It's going to be it great. Be are you looking for Superstardom, Lizzie? Are you looking to win an Academy Award? I want a brought to me. Yeah, yeah sure. And what three gums do you like? Watch. What's your favorite flavor? I mean, Juicy I feel like fruit? they should know. You, get, you know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't have to tell them what my three favorite gums are. You right. get assorted okay. gums so that you can take, like, two chews of each and then throw them on the ground and exactly. get another one. Ah, you know? yeah. nice. That's how you know you really flavor. made it. That's right. When you can or be so on the I David Litterman show. Or so I can seem like a good friend that'll be like, hey, anybody want gum? Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. I'll be that friend. Your brother did that. Andre did that for me. And I was like, that's a very specific type of person who's like, hey, anybody in the room want gum? Uh-huh. Well, he's like, nice. That's, that's a nice, really, that's truly a nice, nice thing to do. Yeah. Other than what would you normally do? You would because inside hoard your gum because you do it discreetly so no one knows. Right. Because internally you're really a bitch and you would you wouldn't exactly you wouldn't want to share the, the gum. Perfect explanation. Right. Right there. Of my personality. Right. That's it. Hey, listen. Happy hours today being brought to us by Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue, where you can get fine lingerie. And swim and gym wear a full range of fashion swimsuits with workout and yoga clothes with style. And hangover Destroyer also are the only all-natural products medically proven to prevent a hangover. If you go to hdestroyer.com, that's a website, and you write happy hour in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer, and you too can seize the dawn. And thank you also to the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage, some of which we actually did accomplish today here on Happy Hour. If you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as a dollar a month, that's how we're making 12 bucks a month. Hell yes. You can be a member of our Patreon family, Brandon, so you could do the Patreon. Yeah. C-Rock is in charge of our... 13. C-Rock and Asher do a... We're up to $13 a month now. So, I don't know whether that pays for much gum, but... 14. I'll give you a four. You can, you can sign up for another All dollar. Right. All right. See, the thing we're making a mistake is we, it's as little as a dollar a month. Mm. Oh. But you can give it a lot more than that if you'd like to be a subscriber at $100 a month. So I'm not suggesting you do that, Brandon, but this could be a business model. I love it. Do it. Okay. All right. Well, Brandon Beard, spelt B E E Y A R D, but actually spelt B U L L I A R D. Correct. Thanks for being here. We, we put a link to your stuff on our website. It's Dreamster Media. Dot com. Yep. Thank and you. And if you really make it big, just remember us, okay? Uh, I will. I'll try. I'll okay. try. I'll try. And it's been Liz- a pleasure. Okay. It's been great to have you. It's great to meet you. Lizzie Kittrow, thank you for being here as well. Yeah, thanks for you, having me. Your movie, Envoi Continue, is at the Britannia Theater on Sunday, the 17th of February. I have a question. So we need to if get we, If we can't make it that that day well, what's our next chance or do we have so a chance? it's playing twice at the festival again on tuesday the 19th or it'll be available at many more festivals in new orleans and hopefully across the world great in 2019 okay and eventually maybe on netflix Who i knows? think it's technically around the world because it's round around the world across. oblong the world oh, okay flat world and it's called on continue but in the meantime we could make an effort can't you get there on the 17th i can't i'm out of town where are you going to be i'll be in utah Hmm. Oh, nice. Well, you know what? I'll take my phone into the theater. That's a thing. And record that's it and send it to you because I'm sure turn that's a legal. Because yeah. after all, they just FaceTime me. They still <laughs> FaceTime me. And then just okay, put the whole thing on. Yeah. Okay, and the star, of course, of the movie on by Continue is Louis Michel, along with the rest of his band, The Lost by Your Ramblers. Thank you so much for being here. Thank it's you been so great much for to meet you. Me. Thanks for coming it's on. It's been down. fun. I got to play with Andrew for the first yeah. time. Yeah, 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 and second time. And here, uh, <laughs> Bouillard's Bouillard story. Yeah. And Guitro. Yeah, and Guitro. Learn. We know, we Learned found probably it. way too much. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if I could be, is there any way I could become a Cajun for the next show? Next time we do this. Yeah, they make these honorary Cajun mugs and certificates <laughs> and stuff. Where would I get one Come of those? Come to Blackpot Camp. That's where that's you get, where you get yeah, your Cajun. Yeah, that's where you learn how to be Cajun's Blackpot. Okay. Yeah, man. All right, let's do you it. You go when to the camp that? and you come out of Cajun. That's, that's amazing. It. That's I feel like so you have to eat something as initiation, like a, a live frog or a live frog. Live frog. <laughs> oh, so I'm not actually a Cajun then, damn it. Have you ever, how many live frogs have you eaten? Well, I've eaten plenty of fried ones, but not a live You've eaten fried frogs? Frog legs. I don't like the idea of that at all. They're not good. Oh, they're so good. Really? Yeah, great. This like is chicken. where we... Yeah, America. It doesn't have to be like chicken to be good. Like, that doesn't qualify something as good food. Oh, Next it tastes time like chicken. Next time, what is New Orleans? Monsieur Biard, have you ever tried frog's legs? Oh, that every Christmas. Are you yeah. serious? Oh. It's a no. Christmas delicacy I, I, at the Biard? <laughs> I have not had that pleasure. I guess I need to go do that. You need to get Cajun. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. Get your frog's legs. I'm yeah. a bad Cajun. I know. They're <laughs> everywhere, especially wherever you find frogs. Find frogs. Yeah, frog hunting. Okay, joke's over. Thank you very much to our producer, Graham DuPonte, our associate producer, April Love Stolf, our music producers, Christian Unruh and Monique Pyle. 
Our technical director is Thomas Walsh, and our show is engineered today by Colin Peter, and our Facebook live feed director who put this whole thing on Facebook. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can see the whole thing on our It's New Orleans Facebook page. That was all done by Asher Griffith. Our fact check and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Searock, our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright while drinking alcohol for about 60 minutes, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can find many other hours we made here with the Justice happy previous to this show along with some other shows we make around here including out to lunch with peter rusciuti live from commander's palace louisiana eats with poppy tooker and our award-winning podcast about death called death the podcast you can also find other great louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la you can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like facebook twitter and instagram and all of it we're called it's new orleans you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our it's new orleans facebook page and on our instagram feed as well all these photos were taken today by Jill LaFleur, also Cajun. You can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleurphoto.com. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you've got one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can follow us and get Happy Hour delivered to you each week. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Freight Street, Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everyone around, or Duyon, sorry, everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week for more happy hour.